Well, hey, hi, hello, good morning. Hey, what's going on? I know I already said hey, it's all good. We're sliding in and we're going to slide right back out this week like a... Well, I was going to say like a guy in your DMs, but they don't really slide out, do they? <laughs> so yeah, uh, I got to do this one kind of um, in a different way. Sorry, Ben. No uh, network. You know the drill. It's the Melting Path, the next level network. There we go. We covered it, Ben, right? No? Does Ben listen? I don't even know. Um, we got people working on the house, so I might need to be called away to do something up there. I don't think so. I wasn't really yesterday, but it's also Friday. Had had a lot going on. It's been really stressful around here. So uh, we're, you know, we're, we're doing all right, I guess. We'll be all right. So we're going to do this one. Uh, the only sound production thing I'm going to do is the song from our new friends, the home team. So we're going to do that. Everything else, we're going to go right in and out and, um, and we'll be fine. So yeah. Oh, before we get to the things we're going to talk about today. Nope. I am not doing the Ukraine stuff. Mainly because I can't even fathom what's happening there, right? The only reference I have for for what is going on or what I think could be going on is, you know, from clips on the news or, you know, how it's depicted in movies. Like, I, I, as as an American, um, I have no idea what they could possibly be dealing with. And uh, so I think that it's better for me, for me, to to not, uh, oh, it sounded really bad after I just woke up, didn't it? for me to not, you know, dish out a hot take. So if you're looking for that today, uh, too bad. You're not going to find it. So, yeah, I don't um, I don't know enough about what's happening. I just think that uh, no one should have to deal with what they're dealing with. And uh, if my voice reaches that far, I hope that for the next, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes or whatever, that I can bring you a little bit of relief, a little bit of, uh, hey, man, this guy's got it all together. That's not what you would think. But, um, yeah, I'm doing my best over here. All right? So... All I can do is uh, is send you all the good energy I have and um, and hope that you're all right. I don't know enough about anything else to uh, about what's going on, so we're going to leave it there, leave it to the experts, I guess. Although, if you read Twitter or Facebook, all of your friends would become experts. So anyway, that uh, just, just quickly on that, somebody did ask about that the other day, so I decided I'm not going to touch it, we're not going to do it. Um, we have other things to do, so we have an update on the Soap Bandit. We'll talk a little bit about Ski Weekend. We have a retail story that I just remembered the other day, which made me laugh. It's a quick one. I don't know if it's going to, I don't know, bring a smile to your face. I hope it does. And then a song from our, again, our new friends, the home team. Thank you to Taylor for that. And then uh, two sports things. Well, um, do you consider WrestleMania a sport? Uh, it depends who you ask, I guess. But a uh, quick note on baseball and WrestleMania. And then that will be that for today. Quick, Like I said, quick show today because I have to do the thing that I don't like doing. That is record and edit in the same day. And uh, yeah, so, oh yeah, some people are working on the house. Let me do that first. The sewer burst somewhere up there. And uh, they were here. So I uh, I noticed a bubble in the dining room in the ceiling. And so I sent a picture of it to the landlord and I said, hey, what can we do about this? And she said, all right, this is like seven o'clock Wednesday night. She said, okay, the owner's repair guy will be there tomorrow. So he shows up at nine o'clock and... He goes in, I guess he, again, I'm working here, so I don't have, I wasn't up there, but I guess, you know, he ripped into it and then he uh, saw what he was doing. He said, big problem, big money, big headache, the sewer burst. So he had to go and replace the pipe and do all the other things. So they were up there all day, pretty much yesterday. And um, they did something with the toilet. They had to take that off and figure that out. I don't know what they did there, but uh, the toilet's back and operational and there's just a hole in the ceiling, which uh, I think will be fixed today. Maybe that process will begin while we're here doing this. I don't know, but I was told they'll be coming back today. And, uh, 
you know, I, I just have to say, it's great to live in a place where the person who owns the house or the person who manages the property actually gives a about what's going on. Because we had a whole, we had a leak in our bedroom at our apartment. And I called the guy and he always said, whenever I called him with a problem, he said, do you know someone? No, buddy, you, this is your house. You're supposed to have people on call and you're a landlord. You need to have you know, repair people on call to fix things when they go wrong. That's the idea. That's why we pay you more money than we would probably pay if we own the house, right? So maybe that doesn't work out as simply as I think it would, but, you know, everybody keeps telling me that. You'd be cheaper with a mortgage, but anyway. The other thing is I don't have to pay to fix this, which is great. Didn't have to find anyone, didn't have to pay anyone, didn't have to make any phone calls. I just sent a text and that was it. Uh, so anyway, the guy would always say, oh, do you know someone? And then he sent a guy out who ripped up the ceiling even more, like left a massive hole in the ceiling above the bed. And then I guess he just patched it because we didn't have a leak anymore after a couple days. And then he said, oh yeah, all right, I'll send someone to fix the hole in the ceiling. I'll send somebody to patch that up and it'll be fine. Never heard about it again. And then when we moved out or after we moved out, so we left the place kind of messy. I talked about that. He called me and was like, oh, he got the hole in the ceiling. I'm like, yeah, buddy, you said you'd fix that four years ago. So <laughs> I really like, I guess... It's just, again, really nice to have somebody who actually cares about what's going on with the house and wants to fix it and wants to help. So, yeah, that's uh, that's going on today, this week, rather. And um, 72 hours is much a uh, much shorter time, hopefully, 72 hours, than, uh, than four years and nothing getting done. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um, that's the house thing. Um, oh, yeah, update on the Soap Bandit. Let's do that. So I got a call from a coworker the other day who is in the office and, and knows uh, kind of what's going on. And uh, <laughs> there's a coin there, because I think I revealed too much information. But I was told they confessed. And so then, obviously, they were let go from the job, because, you know, you're stealing from the company, right? Stealing from the agency. Makes it sound fancier, what I do. And so I guess they had to come back and, and do something, drop off the something that they had. And then, you know, they got another job. They're working somewhere else. And I still don't know if the person was doing it to, you know, to troll the office or if there's a real problem going on. Cause I don't know. I mean, I, I know who it is, but I don't like know the person. And so I almost feel bad laughing about it, but I guess my excuse will be, I don't know enough about this situation, right? Cause I don't know if they were doing it to be a and I kind of hope it was, like I said, when I told the story the first time. Uh, I really hope they were just being a troll so I can laugh about it instead of feeling bad that there's something wrong, right? So, yes, Soap Bandit has been, I don't want to say apprehended because nobody got arrested, but uh, they no longer work for our uh, our thing. They're not allowed in the building anymore, which is, <laughs> Jesus, I mean, that makes sense. And uh, And that's that. So I know some people were clamoring for that. We have a resolution. The Soap Bandit has been found out. So there you go. With all of that, we had Ski Weekend. We uh, went to a new place because the people who pay for it moved, and we're not going out all that way if we don't have to. So uh, it was a nice little place. The uh, The thing that I, the problem that I had was there that we had. So there are three floors, and it's like the basement is the first floor, the main floor is the second floor, and then upstairs is the third floor. So the basement had their own heating thermostats and stuff. And the second and third floors were controlled by one thermostat. And there was a big fireplace on the second floor. And we were freezing at night because we were on the third floor in the bedroom. We had a bedroom because we got a kid now. So 
we got a bedroom at Sea Weekend. That's that's how it goes. So we so we're like middle of the night. We wake up wake up freezing, and there's cold air coming out of the vents. And we're like, I'm like, all right. So I called the people and I said, hey, like the rental people, and I said, hey, it's freezing on the third floor at night. Like there's no heat. And he's like, well, I can remote in and look at the the system, and it says that the temperature that the house temperature is being set like it's being hit. So what's going to happen is the third floor heat's not going to kick on because the main thermostat says, hey, we're already at our target temperature. We don't need more heat in the house. And I'm like, okay. And I don't pretend to understand how these systems work, but what he was telling me made a little bit of sense. And then he said, you know, the fireplace is the cause of it because the fireplace is heating the second floor and then that heat is carrying up to the third floor and that is helping to hit the target temperature of the house which is causing the heat on the third floor to not turn on. So we finally were just like, okay, like what do we do to like turn on, turn up the heat in the, on the second floor thermostat for the third floor, turn off the fireplace and you should be good. So we moved to a different room. We cranked up the heat. We all, you know, the last night we ended up sweating everyone. So, uh, but Arthur didn't wake up with cold toes again. So that was really the, um, that was really the goal is to make him, not wake up freezing. We were we would have been fine. We have blankets and stuff, but he doesn't. He just has himself. So yeah, that was um that sucked. And apparently the skiing also sucked. So I don't think we're not going back to that place again. So I don't know, double whammy. But Arthur was a star of the show at Ski Weekend. Everybody loved him, wanted to hold him, wanted to hang out with him, which was great because we got a little break. We got to hang out with family, which is always good. And then, yeah, that's that. It was much closer. You know, a two-hour trip, or just under two hours, I guess, is much easier to handle than five. So, kudos to everybody who uh, who picked the place. <laughs> Except for the heat situation. Oh, my God. It was, it was like I'm sleeping down here. How cold it was. You know what? It was even colder than that, I think. Yeah, it might have been colder on the third floor of that condo place than it is in my basement right now. And it's pretty cold down here. So, yeah, that sucked. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. We dealt with it. We handled it. And we're never going back there again. So there you go with that. That's uh, why am I saying that? Like, we're ending the show. We're not. Um, I'm tired, friends. I'm sorry. It's been a stressful couple of weeks. And uh, I'd like to say next week we'll get better. But I don't know that it will. <laughs> I, can't, I can't promise you that. So that's what's going on with that ski weekend. Uh, I mean, solid, you know, but apparently the skiing sucked. I didn't do any skiing, but uh, I'm told the skiing was not as good. And we were really far away. Like for the last, I don't know, 14 or 15 of these we did, we stayed on the mountain. And so it was really easy to get to the skiing. You know, either you ski out from the condo, you ski right down from the basement, or it's like a four and a half minute drive to get there. And with this place, it was like 20 minutes or more away. And the skiing, once you got there, wasn't that good. So, yeah, disappointing, I guess. If I'd been on the slopes, I'd be really, I've been disappointed. But I was disappointed anyway because I froze my ass off. And so did the kid. (laughs) So there you go. All right. Do we have a funny thing? Can we do that before we do the sports things? Yes, of course we do. We got a retail story for you. Um, I don't know if I've told this one before on the show. I know I've talked about it like in real life, but I don't think I've told it on the show. I, I just, it came up to me, came up in my brain the other day. And I shared it, and uh, people got a kick out of it. So real quick, let's do it. It was like a Tuesday night. It was like a summer or like late spring Tuesday night. 
almost closing time. Nobody's in the mall. Nobody's shopping. They're all on vacation or whatever they do. And so my boss, Don, and I are standing outside the store, and like we're pretty much ready to go. Like, all we have to do, I guess, or all she would have to do, is like count, finish counting the one drawer, and that's it, and then we're good to go. Because everything else was done, because again, nobody really shopping, so that gave us time to clean up and organize and have everything prepared so we can get out. So we're standing outside talking to other mall employees because there's nobody, nobody shopping. So we're just hanging out, whatever. And this guy comes racing in and it's like maybe less than 10 minutes to closing. So for reference, it's like a Tuesday night in like, I don't know, May. And it's like 8.53. Mall closes at nine o'clock. And this guy comes rushing in. And my first thought was, oh, all right, maybe he's going because he, he needed a card. He's like, oh, I need a card. Where can I find this? I'm like, okay, cards are there. Great, no problem. So I'm thinking like, okay, he's going to somebody's birthday dinner and he forgot a card. He's going to put money in it or whatever he's going to do. But he's like on his way somewhere else and he has to get a card so he doesn't come with nothing, right? So the guy's like, all right. So he's looking around and he's frantic and he's like, he's not like sweating or anything, but he's kind of freaking out because he needs to get this thing and we're about to close. So I'm standing behind the counter. I'm waiting for this guy to come up. And he rolls up, like out of breath, with a 99 cent kindergarten graduation card. And he approached it like a dude on Valentine's Day coming in between four and close. So I just, it was just so weird because we're standing out there. There's nobody shopping in the mall at the time because we're getting ready to close. So, like, nobody's coming in, nobody's looking for anything, everybody's leaving. And it's just a bunch of employees standing outside their stores kind of chatting up like, hey, it's been really slow today. And then this dude comes rushing in like he's being chased or like he has to, I don't know, get something for a hostage situation. I don't know what this guy's deal was, but he's rushing in like this is the most urgent thing in the world. And then he rolls up with a 99-cent kindergarten graduation card at 8.55 at night. And I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody's kindergarten graduation that's happening at 9 o'clock. Or later than that. So, I don't know. Maybe he just, uh, he was walking around doing something else and then realized, oh man, we're closing. I better get my card so I don't have to, you know, come back out before Jimmy's graduation tomorrow, whatever. I don't know what his deal was. But he just, like the way that he ran in and was like frantic. You would think that like he forgot his sister's birthday and needed a thing. And he just like... I don't, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. This guy was like so frazzled and uh, it was for a kindergarten graduation card at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, what was that? And you bought the dollar one. Come on, man. Like you went right to the value section. You're freaking out over that. Maybe he was rushing because we were closing. Maybe he did that for us. I don't know. I just don't see... Um, I don't see a scenario where I got to run into a story uh, almost closing. First of all, being at the mall that close, maybe, all right, maybe he'd been shopping or had gone to the food court or something, but I don't see a situation where I got to run in like, uh, you know, like if I don't get this card and uh, it's kindergarten graduation. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, uh, I thought it was funny and we needed some levity today. Levity? Brevity? No? I don't know what words mean. I'm exhausted. Um, so there you go. Yeah, that guy, um, that was funny. Made me laugh. And I thought of it the other day. If I've told it before, I'll be honest, I don't give a uh, <laughs> shit. 
It's fine. All righty. So uh, only a couple more. You know what we should do instead? Let's do, because the sports things, they're not going to take long. So there's no point to be like, hey, a whole segment after this. So what we're going to do instead, we're going to do the sports things real quick now. We'll wrap on the song. And then that'll be that. Does that sound good? All right. So then we'll come back after the song and do the whole closing the show and get out of here. Does that sound good? All right. Great. So no real news on the Major League Baseball lockout. The owners still not really budging, still not really giving the players much. And the players are like, hey, we just want people to be paid more, right? Like uh, you're saying, hey, you have all this money, but you're not giving us any. And they're like, hey, we want, you know, younger players to get more money. We want protection for players, so arbitration, things of that nature. So basically it's all money. And the players and owners are not far or not close in their discussions. And now, so the, I guess the, was it the owners or the players? Someone gave a soft deadline the other day of Monday, the 28th. And they were like, all right, you know, we'll have to cancel games. Like they've already postponed or canceled some spring training games because they're supposed to be happening now, I think, or almost. And so now they said, hey, you know what? We're going to make that a hard deadline. If we don't have a deal by the 28th, then we're going to have to cancel some regular season games. And I don't think they said postpone. I think they said cancel the games, which means they're not going to be made up, number one. And number two, that players will not be paid for 162 games. Like they won't prorate the money to pay them for the full season because they're a full season likely at this point won't be played, right? That's the thinking of whoever made the, I think it's the owners who were doing this. Um, I've been reading a lot about it and it's all kind of jumbled together in my head right now. But what you need to know is this, the players and the owners, they want different things and they have not been close in any of their discussions. And um, really these meetings should have happened in the summer because you knew this deadline was coming. And so you knew that the possibility of losing games, i.e. losing revenue, was going to happen, right? So really, it should have happened in the summer, these conversations. So by the time you got here, it had a better chance of being resolved. Instead, you're at the point now where you're saying games are going to be canceled when you should have been this far apart in discussions six months ago. So maybe longer ago than that. But I'd really just think, you know, discussions should have happened earlier and then they didn't. So we're here kind of waiting and it looks like we're not going to have a season for a while unless something happens in the next, I don't know, 48 hours. Is that what it is? If you listen when these come out. So it's messy. That's what it is. It's messy. It's about money. And uh, there looks to be no end in sight to this, which is really disappointing. So there you go with that. Speaking of disappointing. I saw this the other day, WrestleMania tickets. Now, WrestleMania is, I think, April, I don't know, 4th and 5th or 3rd and 4th or something like that. So it's pretty close. It's in like 35 or 40 days. And I saw an ad the other day that WrestleMania tickets were going two for one. And I don't know if this means anything to you, but what this says to me is that things are not well. Because (laughs) you should not be having to give away two for one tickets or sell, you know, two for one tickets you know, about a month before the show. You should not have to do that. That just really shows. I think uh, I didn't really talk about it because I was doing other stuff, but the Royal Rumble showed they have no stars beyond the top two guys who are in the same match. So what Sean and I will talk about, I hope, if the timing works out, because we're going to be, yeesh, pretty busy at the time. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to dive in 
to that right now. But he and I will both have uh, things happening at the time. So I really I'll keep my fingers and toes crossed that we're able to do our WrestleMania preview because we will talk about all of that. But I wanted to mention that today because I saw the ad the other day and it made me laugh. Like, the show is in about a month. What are you doing? How, why, why, how have you not sold? Are, are, maybe they're at the point where, you know, there's a pandemic, so people might not want to travel. Um, that's got to be part of it. But still, like, that you can't sell a WrestleMania ticket right now. I think that says a lot about what's going on with the TV and what's going on with, you know, what the product you're putting out. That's a problem, I would think, you know, and who knows? I mean, the company, I think, is still making a lot of money. So it's probably not going to change anything. But it just really, it made me laugh that like we're this close to Russell, we're like on the you know on the precipice, I guess, of WrestleMania, and we're selling two, two you know, giving away two for one tickets. It just really, I've never seen that before, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of, you know, I've been watching the product for a while, so maybe it shouldn't be a surprise that people are kind of tuning out. And again, maybe the pandemic has a lot more to do with it than I'm giving credit for. But I don't. It just made me laugh that two for one tickets. In February, when the show's in April, it's just really, um, it just made me chuckle. So I wanted to share it with you today. So that's all for the things that we have to discuss today. See that? We're about 25 minutes, or we will be by the time we're done, um, I think. Anyway, so that's all the stuff. We're good. We are good there. We're going to end with the song, I guess, officially. I'll come back and wrap the show after that. But uh, this is, thanks to Taylor for this, by the way. She's at Money on Twitter, if you want to follow her. Uh, there's some underscores in there. So here's what you do. You go to my Twitter, the Melting Pat, and find a picture of my son, and she will invariably have left a comment or liked it or something, left a reaction of some kind, and then you can find her. I don't know if Taylor's going to listen. I don't know if that's going to make sense or be funny to anybody but me and her, uh, but there you go. So thank you for shouting these guys out, Taylor. I appreciate it. They are called The Home Team. You can follow them on Twitter at The Home Team NW. I think that's what it is. Um, they are on FanLink with all their stuff, their merch. They had a crazy tour crazy uh time on tour they rented a van and it broke down so they had to rent a truck to get from boston to philly and then they had to rent another van and fix their van and it was just a crazy story so if you see them on tour buy their merch buy their album they need money bands need money if they don't have money they can't tour if they don't tour then they don't get the money from the tour and then they can't make music and then i can't feature them on the show does that make sense they need money so i can keep playing their stuff on the show how's that good great the song, by the way, is not safe for work. It is from the album Slow Bloom. This is the home team watching all your friends get rich. It's the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Oh, what's worse? Sitting on your front steps watching all your friends get rich. Oh, waking up with an emptiness in your chest knowing that you don't mean shit.
there you have it, the home team watching all your friends get rich, the Melting Path, the Next Level Network. That is all we got for you today. I don't even have time to do the riff because I'd have to listen to the song while you did, and then I'd have to figure it out from there. Like, and that's not even it, but I just like a little, I don't know, a tease. Um, like I said, I got to get this knocked out and get done because I got stuff to do. So that's all. My thanks to the home team for the tune. My thanks to Taylor for shouting them out. My thanks to everybody at Ski Weekend for, I don't know, finally helping us warm up. Uh, my thanks to that frantic customer for the story, just because that guy, that guy hope you're okay, buddy. Hope you got some, some stress balls or something. I don't know. Um, or that you just show up earlier to get things. Maybe that's it. Plan ahead. I don't know. Uh, and thanks to my landlord for actually giving <laughs> about my house. <laughs> And that's all. Thanks to you for listening. This has been an A Boiler production. Oh, my goodness. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our stuff. You know the drill by now. Um, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated when you can. And that's all. And, of course, you know the thing. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. We are good, right? No G-Love today. We don't have time. But check them out at Philadelphonic.com anyway. And tell them I... No, don't tell them I sent you. They have no idea who I am. Uh, I guess the PR guy does, but <laughs> maybe he forgot already. But there you go. We good, right? Nate Boylan, MeltingPat.com, Next Level Network. Um, we're good. Wilhelm is back with a vengeance. Ben has been sharing so many episodes, so go check that out. Um, of course, Panels to Pixels. You know, the, I'm not going to list them all because I'll forget people, but that is all. We are good to go. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Have fun. Let me know what you want me to talk about on future shows because... Uh, you know, maybe it'll be more fun than what I end up talking about. All right. So there you go. That's all. We are good to go. My thanks again to you for joining me. Pat, just go. All right. You've been inside the Baltic Pat on the next level network. Go crap open a cold one. See ya.